Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Mind Refinery podcast, made by us, the Mind Refinery, creators of content, aggregators of popular culture, and the place where creatives go to thrive. I'm your host, Kyle Bodanis. This week, we're dipping back into the Star Wars universe and taking a look at the season finale of The Mandalorian. And if you're not already subscribing to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts, please do so, and if you dig it, feel free to give us your finest reviews. And now, without further ado, here's the show. All right, guys, here to talk about the season finale of The Mandalorian are Mind Refinery creatives, Andrew Van Eek. Good evening. Omar Morrison. I'm here. And Andrew Lanza. In Cabo, hey. Andrew Lanza. <laughs> so, guys, let's get right into the nitty gritty. Were we a little uh, trigger happy with saying that this thing was turning into too much of a movie of the week type situation? Because I feel like this episode i feel like the final three episodes of the season uh were fantastic uh but especially the final two episodes and the the season finale fantastic uh it had everything it had uh it had uh death it had uh yoda it had all these fantastic things <laughs> so uh what what do we think guys in-depth analysis, in-depth analysis. Yoda. it had death okay, and and guys thanks for joining us and baby yoda Bye for now. <laughs> We're going to be talking about other things that are Star Wars related, like lightsabers and dark sabers, things and that fly, oh, and Whoa. the Force. Now we're getting real dark sabers. Okay, guys, how do we think about it? What do we think? What do we think? Yes, is the to answer your question. Yes, one hundred percent. We went. We were a little yeah. too. I think personally, I yeah. wasn't ripping too hard on it because I wasn't minding that because I was getting sick of the Star Wars trying to hold so desperately to some sort of weird canon that isn't even actually written down anywhere. Like so. <laughs> Yes, I mean, we were trigger happy on it. It's written down in a bunch of places, but what are the official ones? Well, that whole part is lost. We could explain that. Yeah, we but could. We don't. <laughs> we, only yeah. have, we only have. No, I mean, it was, it, it finished strong. Like, it finished real strong. Like, it, yeah. it, we, we had some doubts. There was a bit of the, like, the villain of the week, like, planet of the week kind of going on. And other than, I think, like, the rookie bounty hunter episode was kind of a non sequitur. It didn't really have anything to do with anything. Other than that, they kind of tied in all the other episodes pretty nicely in the end. That's what kind of yeah. really, like, made it, okay, this wasn't in, those episodes weren't in vain, at least, because, like, we kind of returned everything to where it needed to be. Everything kind of came back. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved the, what's Nick Nolte's Ugnot character name? Okay. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember. Uh, Quill. Quill, wow. excellent Quill memory. Nice. Yep, good call. First of all, pour one out from a buddy, Quill. Yeah, pour one out for Quill. He he just did it. This guy is taking. First of all, let's be serious. That here. scene though, he's the when only he died, was like spoken. the editing was was really it well was done. really good. Yeah. Except for also like one one I thing that spoken. irked me a little bit was when they like trace his call, like like he's he's like calling Quill, and they're like, and then the two stormtroopers are like, all right, let's go. We know exactly where he is. I don't know if you remember that. It's like, calm down, NSA. It's like... <laughs> they were just like, oh, he's leaving. We can know I, exactly where he's going. Can I get going. some kind of Edward yeah. Snowden stormtrooper to, like, rat this guy out? Like, we just know where they are? Yeah, it was just... It took me a bit you're pinging a cell phone tower? Anyway. Um, no, I think that was... I mean, I, there's I, a certain level of suspension disbelief. It, it, was, it was really like... There is I mean, a baby Yoda. We do have to suspend right, some kind of disbelief. Right yeah. Getting punched and shit? Fuck. Oh, that uh, We're going to get okay, to the, yeah. the, the thing that... <laughs> I mean, that triggered me, like, crazy. I think... She had trigger warning oh on this goodness. episode. Trigger warning, baby Yoda. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> that he got oh, punched. Man. Obviously, You're baby. You're a sociopath. Obviously, baby. This guy's always wanting something to happen he to wa- baby. Yeah, he always so... wants babies to be punched. <laughs> yeah. That's it's, such, it's like that's all, it's like cool it's like hurting it's like terrible. hurting babies <laughs> it's like it hurting coming. babies is like the telltale 
sign of a like real pro thing. Yeah, like oh, now nah, forget man. protecting. I don't want to see it babies protected. You're willing to go to colorful the next birds, step the animals. Story. Nah, I just get it all, man. <laughs> Taking it to the next level. Uh, yeah, man. there's gonna be documentaries made about this guy. Yeah, it's, it's like I'm gonna okay. watch it on Netflix, like a three part <laughs> okay, series on Andrew. On, on. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I think on. we've unloaded into the friggin' <laughs> this ass over here. Uh, but I think that basically, uh, I loved seeing the Nick No. I loved seeing the Nick Nolte character again. The ending was good. Also, he's really the only one who actually takes care, other than till until IG Eleven. But he has to program IG Eleven to take care. The yeah. one lady on like Tatooine who ran like the yeah, spaceport. He got. Good. They got. They, anybody yeah. who treats, he's like, we're out of here. No, she treated him nicely. No, that's what I'm saying. Though oh. anybody who treats him nice, he's like, you being too nice to this kid, you're spoiling them. We're out of here. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to where? We're we're going to another planet. We're leaving this galaxy. Wow. Yeah. Is do you think it's a jealousy thing? Who knows? <laughs> That's my baby. That those people. Okay. One, <laughs> no, it's a jealous. One is a jealousy thing, and two, it's like it really brings home his inadequacies as a father. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, and it could possibly be he kind of feels the same. Like he feels something because he was in a similar position as a kid, and someone came and saved him. So it's kind of like oh. the Mandal- oh. you know it's not the mean? Mandalorian yeah. way. It's not the Mandalorian way. You know I think I mean? he looks at it's that, not that kid stoic. Like, hey, like I was in this position. What do What do we think about baby? Like, well, actually, you know, I'm going to ask this question. Let's move into, like, episode highlights. Yeah. And let's do the last two because we never really got a chance to. I feel like they're all part of one unit. Like, what was? What are our favorite parts of the episode? I'll, I'll start with mine. Mine is Baby Yoda coming into the, the, being part of his tribe, being part of his clan. You know, I love that. And then, uh, you know, what was the name of the animal that Baby Yoda first force powers? Razorback. Or the, oh, razor the Razorback. Yeah. yeah. yeah and how now he's allowed to have the Razorback signet because it was so good. Because Baby like Yoda is Because remember, at first he's like, this is, he's my enemy. I can't take credit for the kill. But then now because it's in his, they're in the same clan. He can, it's just a very special moment. My goddamn heart. I, I really like that it, moment. Yeah. That was, that was really deep how they tied that all back in. For it, that was being his kill that got him his armor in the first place. Yeah, and now that they have to be a clan together, I think uh, I'm I'm ecstatic. And just lends it. itself again to like we talked about before, like the upgrading the armor, such a cool motif. Yeah, want more of that. I love that. Like he still has more things to upgrade. I'm down. Oh yeah, when he gets the jetpack. Oh, to get, oh I, that I would be forgot. something in a awesome. video game that you would be trying to get so yes. hard. And remember how you like? Oh yeah, you have to get 100 hidden packages for the jetpack. You were like wondering how they're going to incorporate that. They're like yeah. every other one of these yeah. people has this thing. Why doesn't this guy have one? And then it's like a rite of passage, like everything else, and he gets it because he. Did, it, it reminded me of like right. in Shadows okay. of the Empire, the video game, when you go to Galt Spaceport and finally get the, ba- the backpack, <laughs> and it controls so horribly. No, you're just all over the place. You're trying to fight Boba Fett, and you're just no. You're stuck on all the ceilings. <laughs> You remember it being when good. I first got it. Like now, I can now I can like do it. Oh, I can man. operate like that jetpack with it. Now I can operate that jetpack better than I can probably walk myself. Wow, that's but impressive. I, I'm just like this is yeah, but that's only from like obscene amounts of failure. Being like, yes, all I have to do is jetpack across the spaceport to this one platform, and then you see your jetpack run out of fuel as you just miss. And then and the then remember f- the fight with Bubba Fett. What? Bubba Fett. Yeah. Oh wait, are you are you talking? You were talking about Shadows of the Empire. No, I'm just giving you a hard time. We're talking about oh. Shadows of the Empire. That fight with Boba Fett. <laughs> yeah, the fight with Boba Fett is is <laughs> so hard. Anyway, off topic. I mean, it's hard if you have rudimentary skills. Wow. Um, oh man. Dark Saber. Oh I'm shit! I was so happy when I saw it. Yeah. 
like the dark saber is probably one of them from originally um it's what? it was a big deal um in the clone war series and it's it, it, and this and it's gonna i will follow up with that with yeah, this a question mandalorian created it's, it right? it's yeah, yeah. It's, it really yeah. With, with the presence of the dark saber gets into the mandalorian it's, lore it's, yeah it's the oh, first um the first mandalorian that was inducted to the jedi order made that that saber sick yeah that's so funny. it's a pr- like i we mentioned it i think we mentioned it off mic i believe me and boyan were talking about it but seeing it now I kind of like I'm so hyped for season two because that so is a hyped. whole backstory within itself. And you know what? Like in doubling down on the Mandalorian part, the because we mentioned the Yoda, baby Yoda becoming you know part of his clan. But just the the scene with the uh, the the Mandalorian armor again, I like I love that. Like that was such. And then oh, the, just the sequence where it's like cutting in between like the, the memories of him. Like, yeah. like getting a, like shelled or whatever when he was a kid, mm-hmm. and then it's like cutting with her, like making like the the female Mandalorian. I forgot her name. But like making the uh, like the armor from from the from the metal. Oh, the Bespur. That that's that's one of my favorites. I think that was maybe episode two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was one of my favorite scenes. And in this one, series. where she cleans out those stormtroopers, oh, such a good God. fighting sequence. Damn. So it good. was well put together. I oh, mean, these je- these. I mean, we'll get into the directors a little bit, uh, but. Th- those scenes were put together so well. And like now I want to know, I want more of the Mandalorian story in the, the, in the live action. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess the thing is like, where do we think he got that from? Cause obviously he would have had to kill a Mandalorian. Um, like who do we, who, who do you know, Omar? Cause you are definitely way up on study on the clone wars and rebel stuff. Who would have had that? Do you think before he got it? Um, it would have been, I'm guessing, the Death Watch. Um, I'll, Boyan, if you can yeah. clarify that, I'm I'm guessing the Death Watch, which was um, they're they were kind of like a cult, and then they were taken over, and they split too, right? Because yeah. like originally they, like, because they they because Darth Maul began running it, and then all of a sudden it, they didn't want a non Mandalorian running, running it, Death yes. Watch, and then because Darth Maul killed the last owner of the saber. And then this is like some Elder Wand Harry Potter. It's kind of like that. Because I'm fascinated. It, they they put it in. I'm triggered. The Jedi fascinated. hold it in such high regards just because of triggered, but know, triggered for fascination. One. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. So maybe he would have. Now, I, that, so that's I mean, really, what I want to know. Where I is think this coming from, and how did Giancarlo Esposito? How did Gideon get it? To me, because uh, I'm again with Disney having control over this, I have no idea what they're going to keep and what they're not. Yeah, but I believe it goes back to they kind of mentioned how the Empire kind of wiped them out on their home planet of Mandalore. Yeah, mm-hmm. so he must have been a part, whether before he was a general or whatever, a part of that strike team that went there. And there's a reason why his name is kind of... And he's the one who led know. that strike team in that's probably in the... Yeah. And it's almost the, like a trophy for him. So you don't think yeah. he's yeah. a... So you don't think he's like a force user? I mean... Or is he like a grievous... I, I, I wouldn't... I wouldn't like... Yeah, I would think more of a grievous character. Whereas, so like adept at fighting against the force. Yeah. And okay. I think he took that as kind of like a momentum for wiping out yeah, probably like one of the best warrior races mm-hmm. in the galaxy. It's like Predator. That's his skull. So yeah, I kind of think it is the a tr- like the trophy. It's the predator thing. Grievous yeah. taking the lightsabers. You know what I mean? Which I think is cool. I, and I, I love like how it. they showed it too. 
cutting through the tie, which I thought the tie fighter thing was cool. Oh, that was I was I like, this that was sick. and those troopers, like the troopers that, like the the elite troopers that that, that fire upon them. Oh, the red, and, oh, and red yeah. Yeah. guys, yeah, the yeah. red guys. Yeah. Yo, the okay. fire trooper. So that's a that was a cool part. The and that leads to I think one of the strongest things that really came out. It's in the whole series, really, but especially in the last two episodes, dude. The costume design is insane, mm-hmm. Nico. He yep. did such a good job. Like how just how all of them. The the stormtrooper like we've in all of Star Wars we've always just seen shiny 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 stormtrooper yeah. outfits and now because the Empire is all like, decrepit they're decrepit yeah. and in different ways and even the way they tech them down just looks so so it's got so that cool. gr- it really it's gets so that gritty. grizzled veteran yeah, yeah. The look like I, like the last of the last kind of like the hangers on and the right. it's, it's almost like was, a sorry continue it's almost like a cult almost like with yeah. like Werner Herzog with his like it's his like fucking like black arts like pentagrammy kind of necklace and shit yeah. yeah like it's almost like the last remnants of a cult it's almost like the occult first one first of all pour one out for my boy Werner Herzog. okay so wait i i don't remember that, <laughs> that like his the scene specifically is he for sure dead are we are we confirming he's dead, he's dead. Yeah. you think do we know i think he's dead they got he i got think i feel like away. i feel like it got like, kind of blown dead. up and then like like rubble fell on him and like we didn't really see him i don't know i'd have to re-examine it to be honest doesn't he get blasted right through does yeah. he i don't remember i don't remember that's what i'm asking they also I talked about the power okay. of that cannon beforehand too. Yeah. Oh, true, yeah. True, true, also, true. but like, I kind of want they like actually be, reference. Like, I want you to be correct though. Like, I don't I think I don't think Werner we're Herzog. gonna benefit from less Werner Herzog. He's a clone. <laughs> There's just Baby Herzog. Someone's oh, walking man. around with Baby Herzog. Oh, just call like, people cowards. <laughs> Yo, instead of like Grizzly Man, it's like Cub Man. He's making little. Honestly, I would watch that so hard. I'd watch it just to show on that. It'd be, like the, it'd be like the Fireplace channel on TV. It's just Baby Herzog on TV over and over again. The ultimate clash between Baby Yoda versus Baby Herzog. Oh, man. That would be... Force powers it. versus directorial powers? Yeah. Well, I think Disney's listening. You might get what you want. <laughs> he, had to be, he had to be a fan just like favorite. Just like scribbling <laughs> notes. I mean, he was, my, he was kind of my favorite the whole season, but I think it might be you know biased because... I mean, he's just well. I'm biased because he's incredible. I mean, that's really what it is. He, I want to know. He was great. I want to what you guys thought about the IG11 situation, though. Loved it. Love I it. I, I absolutely. I really really. I loved everything about the IG11 situation. I love that. I love that it's uh, Taika Waititi too that's doing the yeah. voice. Like Ta- pour one out. We're gonna, no, not pour, not one, out pour for, one out for pour one out for IG11. Taika yeah. is very much alive and direct. <laughs> Big ups to everything that Taika Waititi is doing. This guy is just like why he's just randomly the voice. He's just directing these crazy huge movies, acting. different movies, indie movies, acting and yeah. stuff. And then he's Thor. IG11. And also what a combination. Oh, and, and directing yeah. that, that last episode too. What yeah. a combination is, for the final two. It was Deborah Chow and Taika. What. With TD, and they were incredible. Oh, another yeah. one. Deborah Chow just, uh, like, getting, directing one of the, and completely nailing, probably, we, we were talking about it earlier, maybe the two best episodes. Two yeah. best episodes, for and sure. And that's a Toronto-born. Yeah. Wait, which are the two two episodes, though? Uh, three and seven. Yes, um, fantastic. Are the, are the Deborah Chow-directed ones. And, like, to get to that point in your directing career is hard for anybody, and then mm-hmm. to do it as a Canadian, and then to do it as a female and a minority those are like a whole bunch of mountains that she had to climb that other yeah. people did not do, not, and she's at the top of her game. And she's it's, got uh, mad skills. Awesome, yeah. awesome to watch. And it makes me feel better about, again, I, I mentioned in previous podcasts about Kenobi. Yeah. Because she's yeah. going to be, she's one of the primary I didn't, know, I didn't know that. That's fucking she's awesome. Doing, That's I exciting. She directed a bunch of the episodes and uh, been a big, you know, driving force in it, which is fantastic because I think given uh, some of the, you know, our thoughts on 
how the movie situation is going, stacking the talent on the uh, on the TV side is fantastic. Um, yeah. But I thought the getting back to the IG eleven. I I mean, oh, yeah. I think the IG eleven. There's so much to get into. There's a lot. That's that's the beauty of uh, they made Star a Star Wars. Wars thing that we care that we have this much good stuff to say yeah. that we like. That's crazy. Exactly. This but shout amazing. out to you for bringing it back. You're keeping I, us on task. Yeah. IG, IG-11. IG-11. <laughs> what, well, are we talking about his like badass motion? Like, like, we could even get in. Yeah. For I mean, we talked about that. The voice work, yeah, um, the mock-up of the character is amazing. Again, I'm an IG-88 fan, so yeah. seeing the IG droid <laughs> is freaking awesome. I would have liked some, like, neural inhibitor action going on, but you can't get greedy. Uh, yeah. I thought that also, like, the big thing from, like, a character standpoint, and, you know, Mando... Who, as we're going to talk about, we see his face, which is fantastic, and we learn his name. Uh, yeah. What? You thought it was fantastic? What? Why? You, didn't that you like saw that? his face? Yeah. No. Oh, what? What? No. What? What? I thought that was. Right. I thought that was the biggest misstep of the entire. Show. Okay, minus the the. Hey, that beard's really? the misstep of the time. Okay, let's not, let's, not, let's not talk about missteps, my friend. I know. I got oh, Everything Matt. about me is a misstep. I haven't seen a. <laughs> Main okay, so are we going? <laughs> anyway, are we going straight into a quick sidebar? Sidebar, why sidebar? Don't you like that? Yeah, we okay. Gotta, you like, can't just let that. His whole thing mm-hmm. was like Mandalore. Like he can't take off the mask. The no like, living that, thing, and then he's not living. Yeah, remember that part? He says, "I'm not living," so a living person doesn't see it. So then yeah. he's okay with it. I thought it was so clean. What was wrong with that? No, didn't the girl see it? No. 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 Oh, now, I, now uh, I, I swear I thought the girl. I saw now I'm bad trigger. I want you to rewatch that scene and tell me it doesn't work, knowing that he's the robot. Just, IG11 just goes, right, right. Okay, I still, I still don't like that we saw it. Honestly, like I know it's Pedro Pascal and he's got to like you got you're paying for him and he's in. And he's you're in the paying mask. for him. <laughs> but like, I'm not right paying there. this guy's SAG rate so I can not Cover see him. I know, but and you and you I are you're, want, paying, okay, you're paying apparently for his physical acting, which we've talked yeah. about before. It's just. Well, it's, it's, it is multiple people in the... Yeah. That has been brought to my attention multiple times. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I didn't like that we saw it. Like, even if he was going to take off his mask, he should have. they should have just cut or, like, done it from behind or something. I don't know. I didn't... I like the, I like the mystique. I didn't, like, I didn't like showing his face at all. At all? At all. All right. Oh, man. Well, I, I thought that was really powerful. Do, I, Richard, I do you want to say why you did like it? Just so we don't... Because it looks like veins popping above my eye. No, I think like listen. It depends on. Okay, because they worked out that a living person didn't see it. Because I'm like, he's like, I need to take off your mask. I'm like, oh, this guy's not gonna sell out already. Season one, this guy's selling out. Then nah, it's the uh, IG11. If you can't trust your nurse droid with your own like <laughs> physical appearance, they shouldn't have showed it. They shouldn't have shown it. And it wasn't even. It wasn't even like band aid solution there either because they had been talking on tons of times of he reminds them that he's a droid i'm just a reflection of you yeah. or uh uh quill says it too yeah this droid is just a a mirror it's nothing uh, or whatever so yeah, i don't know i lo- haven't it like i do like okay not seeing his face has a like v for vendetta quality to it mm-hmm. where i love not like seeing him right but i mean i want to see i like that they showed it once it was a reveal at the end of the season they you know put a lid on that shit literally afterwards and i mean i mm-hmm. thought it was really good i think that's maybe you know a choice i don't maybe agree with your assessment of that but i definitely didn't want to see like more of it i was more like but now if i'm like now maybe that's gonna usher in 
the also, whole... his hair was perfect for being under a helmet for that long. I, no, no helmet <laughs> hair. No sweaty helmet hair whatsoever. It was immaculate. It wasn't that it was immaculate. Like, it was just looked like it had a helmet on. It was like, that. it was like a, he just woke up. Oh, it's accidentally like that. Yeah, there's no perm. He woke up style. like that. Let's go. Yeah. Hold on a second. Yeah. Let's go back to the IP11. <laughs> Pedro Pascal is pretty ruggedly handsome. Maybe oh, that's he is, what he just he wakes up fantastic. and he looks like. Oh, I told a, you, this, this, guy guy. Is, this guy is going to be in even after this more Dreamy action stuff. Um, but let's just wrap up with the IG11 thing. His death was fantastic. I feel I like it affected it. me on a personal level. I also feel like this guy could have taken these guys out. You're telling me this guy had to self-destruct? This guy is killing. He's like... All maybe, over the place. maybe that whole thing got nerfed it by was, Quill. It was because kind of they were oh, in nerfing. a they were in a lava river approaching a small. Couldn't he just do this? I don't know. Like he's got his arms out. And he's I, firing. I honestly, I just that whole scene is just. It was so cool. How I, I like it. It was, it well was good. It was, well it, was, it was just so smart. Just, like the droid has obviously analyzed all the I'm situations. He's like, there's yeah. one that we get out of this, and it only involves me self-destructing. That's the only. I reason. think no, no, maybe you want him back. I get it. I think maybe if he had, if he had done, went out there do, like shooting I or whatever. Like, I think if he went out there shooting, I think somebody probably would have died and that's probably why and then it would have been i'm cheesy. clearly yeah. they would have fallen no? into a cheese no no, no i no i think i think i think you just you're just really revealing a maturity difference for you. <laughs> i'm like how can we take these guys out and fuck them and you're like no kyle we have to be just a little bit more mature about it and i'm like i hate you omar and i'm like that's okay man. you're totally right <laughs> no no you're totally right discretion is a better part of valor 100 percent. no um, i i just really liked the scene i thought it was like um, reminiscent of kind of even like Terminator 2, that whole lava thing where he steps into the lava. Totally. Like, I loved it. Yeah. That's where I was. Yes. The thumbs up. Can you imagine if he did that? Oh, that, that was waiting, just I was dropped for it, down. Yeah. And the thumb just dropped and, down. And John's also, cry, John Connor's crying. Yeah. Also, it totally, they did so a lot high. of, made a lot of choices like this where they got to avoid <laughs> melodrama by doing something, just taking a little bit, carrying yeah. a little bit over. So instead of him getting shot up and then into the lava, like, yeah. this, you know, kind of drawn out thing we've seen a thousand <laughs> times. Blow him up and gone. Gone, and it's yeah. done. And then the scene's over, and it's just like... And, the, like, again, the relationship between them, like, where he hates droids, and all of a sudden, like, this one earns his respect yeah. and his admiration. Like, he genuinely... It's the John Connor thing. No. Well, you don't have to go. He's like, I must. Yeah. yeah. I must go. Yeah. And he's Thumbs like, no, up. I love it. Sacrifice, man. Shout out. I think that was a little nod to James Cameron. Probably. He was in you a bunker what? somewhere trying to figure out the technology <laughs> to do his next movie. <laughs> He's going to need nanorobots to shoot it. Jesus. It's going to be absolutely fantastic. It's going to be great. Uh, so I want to move on to discussing uh, Jan Carlo Esposito, who is absolutely fantastic. And him being in this, I thought was cool. What do we think of Gideon? Let's come on. What do we think? I, I, He's been teased the whole season. I really like his character for the, for the fact of his... Um, his calm composure mm-hmm. through everything and how like they've always portrayed the empire as this ruthless, like um, I guess you could say trigger happy kind of organization where this guy comes in, you think that he's just going to just blast everybody and not even ask questions where he's has this diplomatic appeal, but it still sounds so sinister. So sinister. Oh, like, he's so he's sinister. pretty much the like, Gus. I love it. He's pretty much like the, Gus- the space Gus Fring. Yeah. <laughs> from, <He's> Gus Fring. <laughs> yeah. Like from Breaking Bad, like that's pretty much it. I'm like, which, for the record, I'm totally cool with it. Maybe John, totally cool John Favreau, that's what he, what he said to him. What he guess ring yeah. in space. But he's like kind of Darth Vader-y. Instead of meth, it's spice? Yeah. yeah. Just, I, what I really loved about it is that it went back to this whole actually evil type villain. Not these cartoons yeah, running around being bad. like, yeah. 
like the sergeant from Loaded Weapon just screaming at each like ah, ah, ah. like you know what I mean this guy is like or cool. even Snoke he's like the anti Snoke right this yeah. weird like the in like in those movies like how ridiculous is like Donald Gleason's character like it's terrible I'm the spy yeah it's like it's 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 just like they become these like cartoonish villains that aren't menacing but when you're a kid and you watch Empire Strikes Back the Empire is menacing. Yeah, they are something yeah. to be afraid of. No, he's fucking like but, like he's cool. Like that's yes. the thing. Yeah. Like he's yeah. fucking he's slick. Because yeah, Darth like, he's, Vader's cool too. Yeah, but he's cool in a different way. Darth Vader's like no, menacing. No, like just, this, like uh, this guy's like cool. But so they they, like, they exhibit what you're saying is they exhibit chill, and by doing that, not being these stupid caricatures of a villain, yeah. they can establish their own cool. A good villain has to way. have an allure, an appeal as well, and a mystique, as, and a mystique as well as a hateable. And, quality, and you're right? supposed to kind of, for lack of better. Thing. like you're supposed to actually like yeah like the villain kind of subconsciously rooting for the villain we love darth vader end. yeah yeah like we vader love darth maul we were like darth maul was a big baddie that we were like we want more and, and when we I got it and wish we could get more and we you know in the live action situ- yeah. situation obviously we saw a little bit of in solo yeah but you know when we it's like we got it's it was kind of fan service yeah. having him in the clone wars and uh rebel like, that kind of thing yeah but at the same time it's the exact type of fan service i like because they created intriguing Story and, and they behind. showed us what we wanted because they knew yeah. that the fans wanted more Maul, and they gave it to us. So I'm, and I'm totally you need okay a good these. You have to have a good villain in this type of movie. Yeah. If you're in, you're in any kind of fantasy thing, like yeah. the the yin and yang of the villain and the hero, like it has to be good. It has to be balanced. There has to be you know you there has to be someone worthy of fear because if you don't have any stakes, like there's no writing, like the like yeah. The, and that was my problem, you know, with the newer movies is, is that the the villains are cartoony and like there's no stakes, which means there's no tension. Right. Yeah. See, and, and and like if you're a kid when now, like as we were last episode, you were saying if you're a kid now, you would love watching this show. If you're a kid now, you probably think he's pretty menacing. Right. Yeah. Very. Absolutely. It yeah. also set For up sure. because they didn't make him cut and dry and just come in blasting and try to scare you that way. Yeah. Now the whole, you know, his whole monologue where he's like, if you ask, if you're asking if I'll ask, like, uh, if uh, you can trust me, no. And, and that whole thing. That by creating a dynamic villain, you've set up way more for future seasons and whatever. Because yep. he didn't just kill them right away. He's like, it works in my best interest right now to not kill you right this minute, so I won't. And then, yeah, if you think of how that leaves it open ended for uh, for for next season, he's so calculated. Like yeah. that's how you know that next season it's gonna be it's gonna be on. Yeah. Well, and he's he's the, they did a good job of like establishing him as like the big bad mm-hmm. at least for like the last couple episodes. It's going to carry on through the season two. Like they built that up nicely. And right. season first, two, they're getting chased by bounty hunters. And now season two, it appears they're going to be getting chased by him. Yeah. And is, especially yeah. while they're cool. trying so, to find so his planet. Up, yeah. Right? right. And they've upped the stakes without without yeah. any. How do you feel that, about that being the kind of the, the center, the, the chase, if you will, while, you know, Mando's trying to find the, you know, Yoda's planet, which I think is cool because now it kind of grounds. Now, if there is that kind of movie of the week thing. It's like kind of like they're trying to find the planet, so you yeah. can wrap it in an overall series purpose. And I think that which is way better for the easier for the writing too. Easier for the writing, it, lots it, of options. It, it lends itself to you know an episodic structure, and and it's good. You've got like yeah. a, basically we were complaint we were worried that there wasn't enough story arc here, and now it turns out after season one they've implanted like a really really good through line from which to work from. 
So and maybe one of those cases where the first season, there's lots of shows where the first season is decent, yeah, maybe to good, but then it starts real things come into their own. Fingers crossed. Maybe yeah. it's this. Maybe and and it's I was and this and the and the last three episodes, but the last two episodes I thought were fantastic. I'm really excited to where it's going. I like the idea of we are getting into the Mandalorian lore. I but and I love that now in that lore we have this bad guy who you know is directly involved in it and that all those yeah. things are going to kind of the flashbacks are going to likely come together because yep. if he's got the dark saber we know he's obviously taking it from a mandalorian, mandalorian or something yep. someone who has been involved in the spreading in that storyline and you know his personal story and it will kind of show how and like any villain in a fantasy situation the hero and the villain, their stories, you know, end up being intertwined. Intertwined, yep. And I, it's a classic trope that they've taken for that, but I think it's going to be, you know, really super cool with it, you know. And yeah, and I kind of got the vibe. I don't know if you guys did at the end when he cuts through the the Tie Fighter with the dark saber, and you kind of see the expression on his face. It's kind of like that was probably his first. I won't say his first, but maybe he was not expecting to lose at yeah, that moment. Absolutely. Like, yeah. I think this is the first time it's going to be personal. And I think that's what's going to be like some, really an point. underlying driving thing in his personality is that I think Mandalore, uh, Mando made this personal for him. It's the first time he's been bested. Bested. He got bested good. Yeah. He used a rocket pack and slapped a little, you know, remote mine or whatever it yeah. was on there. And on. got him. It was, that I mean, was awesome. I think part that of it. That was good action. Yeah, yeah. 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 It, was, it was good. To my grandfather. To my grandfather. Good action. Good action. That was some high quality. Good yeah. VFX, too. It was too. excellent, yeah. Oh, like yeah. in a TV show, how lucky are we? Like, yeah. Man, five years ago, the VFX in a series would compare to that is just absolutely mind blowing. It's insane. Can't get over it. Yeah, it's Hollywood I, quality, top tier film in on TV. Yeah, on a computer. Screen. Yeah, I mean the set pieces in that final episode <laughs> I thought were really good, especially the shootout. You know, at the end and all that kind of thing. And then also, the one I, thing, the I, one thing about the shootout though is. He kind of like commandeers the big gun again, and like he kind of did that <laughs> from the first episode. I was like, didn't we? Isn't that how he saved? Like, isn't that exactly how he did the first episode? I'm also kind of unimpressed with the big gun being taken as an action trope. Like, yeah. someone will come in with like a ridiculous big gun, and then I feel like in any action movie, it's like they'll get the big gun. Yeah, yeah. And then this happened in the first and episode screwed. and the last episode of the season, like the exact the same thing. The in Jedi. In the, Jedi. Yeah. You know, well, I, mean? I know, but I'm saying specifically in Mando. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, sure. But yeah, but no, in it's, well, it's a trope doubles, across. It just doubles down on the point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyway, sorry, that was just an, one aside as as for the shootout. No, I mean, the, the shootout was fun no, though. The shootout was 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 great action, good action, but good action. <laughs> but yeah. Okay, but see, and the. the I didn't like the big gun there for that, but I really liked it for the part when he's had him, when Giancarlo has him point blank, and then he just turns down and shoots that box of whatever that generates good. it I and really blows it up. That. that was unexpected. That was, unexpected. And that was yeah. really, really cool. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if that was like a more sure kill shot because he's so calculated, or maybe, I don't know. Maybe. It, Why I did guess, he do it that way? I don't know. I but guess it's it cool. just a nod to his personality. Like, it, he's not going to go and be like, I have him dead to rights. So I'm going to shoot him. I'm going to shoot that take away the weapon in case he survives and on top of that injure him i was glad he did well in this episode because like there's some times where he just flat out gets his ass kicked yeah and i'm like this guy's supposed to be a legendary warrior i'm like can this guy fight better no and like like what about his flamethrower like his wrist flamethrower the most ineffectual thing ever every time he uses it it does like nothing (laughs) i feel like coming out of your wrist it's too short it's too short range or weapon for fire yeah 
Like, I don't want a short-range fire weapon. Yeah. I don't want to fucking light myself up every time. Like, can I get, can I get some, like, I don't know, something there? I remember he's got those, like, sparrow things just for a little bit of time. Those would have been effective. Yeah, he gets yeah. them. But like, I want what more... are they called? Yeah. There's the, he gets them, and then he, like, uses them. And then I'm like, they don't why really don't do you much. swap out the wrist thrower for some of maybe of those? I wonder if they're being... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, like, rare. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. I think I, I, thing... I, that's a point. I want to know. I want something other than the wrist flamethrower. Okay. I think, we can think of something. Else. I think that what they're they probably are being cognizant to not be like go go gadget. You know, just have like <laughs> cheesy go, go. fucking wow. every yeah. time go, go it's gadget a bad, rocket launcher. Right? I bet they had a discussion yeah, yeah, in no, a no, production no. meeting. Like this guy can't get every weapon. We don't want him weapon. just getting yeah. every every situation. Oh, the key. Like now I've got a lock breaker and this. It's like yeah. you got to kind of mitigate that absolutely so, no no i think that's a good point yeah yeah no yeah. no because you know so what hopefully this... he can get and then i think you do that through having him get these like it's special it's like hard to acquire yeah because that's yeah. a risk like look how armed like even when you were a kid look how watching boba fett like how many weapons this guy yeah, has. right you know what i mean and then all of a sudden like when they started like obviously creating more weapons from toy wise yeah. i'm like his little antenna turns into a machine gun yeah i'm like how many i'm like face. how many things i'm like how many things does he have um so i want to move on just to the final thing i want to discuss like overall first season impressions i mean like if you're john favreau are we taking a w or are we taking a a loss on this huge w wow i I didn't want to steal the show i didn't want to answer that one first if if this show was about anything else it's one upsmanship yeah i did not (laughs) i did not want i wanted lancet to say it that's what i wanted I get, I, yeah, it's a W. I don't know. It's, it's, I think it's a W. I liked it. I like how it tied in at the end. It's what are you I excited wanted. for the next season? Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. That makes me excited for Star Wars TV shows, period. Well, yeah, because we, I mean, we talked about this. I mentioned this in the last, you know, in the last, po- in our other podcast about it, that I think now that the, the, it's kind of mirroring the business model for feature film. That TV yeah. is now becoming just because of the way things are with TV and its place in culture and uh, you know and, and you know creativity and storytelling that TV is very likely to be the new home for it where it reaches its best situation. The only thing I would like to see is I would like to see a TV show that works in a different timeline. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to see something that, like, the thing I like about, I, I like about this, I like this, and I like that it's, you know, it's timeline, but I want to see something that is, like, Old Republic. Yeah. I don't want to see that yeah. in the movies. I want to see that in TV. Isn't that going to be the next, the next movie? I hope it, I hope, I, I, I heard they're going to do a trilogy, like trilogy, but then I heard yeah. they, they're cutting it down to one. Like, and, wouldn't you rather see an Old Republic television show? I want to see. With this production I will level? literally take any Old Republic anything i agree if 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 it's a tv show cool if it's a movie cool absolutely if 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 i have to choose for we yeah if i have to choose i would probably say tv show but i would literally take anything but it now now revan's canon so yeah i love that that revan's canon because he's one of he's fantastic fantastic character one of my favorite characters in star wars absolutely for like for for like the first game something get inducted into well so what what it is is they there's there was a platoon i i I don't know the exact things and somebody can correct me if i'm wrong but there's a platoon that in like a star wars compendium that was in the new movie like the the platoon was in the new movie and they're called like the riven's first or like the riven's fourth or something like that and like riven is 
like the original Sith Lord, like like the first first ever Sith okay. Lord. And there's like, if you if you've no, sorry, Malik, no. Oh, okay. Oh. Who are we call the first Sith Lord? Ooh, yeah. Mark okay, Aragna. he's he's yeah, one I of think, he's one right. of the originals. I, I apologize. Yeah, I apologize. He's he's one of he's one of the originals. And Ladies like, if Boyan, you account technical, yep. No, he's he's got to keep me on point. And like, <laughs> if you play like Knights of the Old Republic one and two, have it on my phone. Great game, so right. good. <laughs> so if you, if, <laughs> it's like when I got Mortal Kombat on my phone. I'm just like, oh, oh, bye uh, life. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, so so those two games, um, for the original Xbox and whatever PC, etc. Um, there's like a huge twist that like like regarding that character and now that he's canon it's a good twist spoil it he doesn't care i don't care i've i've played it many times no, well, i mean you, like you the character like your revan is the spoiler yeah it's like you're, you're like the, the spoiler guy. if you haven't played this game that's like 12 years old <laughs> yeah, which i don't care about anymore yeah. oh yeah it's old. it's old i just played it i'm like anyway, wow. yeah so you you play the whole game think like and then you you're finding this guy and then it's and then it's like a self-fulfilling and you're prophecy. like and this is you that's pretty it's, that's yeah. awesome. And it's like the payoff is like you don't even see it. Coming. And everybody around you knew about it. It's that's the best it Star Wars video yeah. game, and, and it's one of the best Star Wars stories. The way yeah, they show you cutscenes of all the hints of, yeah. through conversations. Can we think of a had. better Star Wars yeah. video game than that? Like, that's for me. Oh, that's no, it's my favorite. KOTOR 2 maybe is the only yeah, game you're that digging comes in, close. but it's like you're digging for KOTOR. But it's like, get KOTOR. Yeah. And then, like, other than that. The only ones I would Rogue like Squadron? as much have nothing. That's exactly what I was about to Rogue say. Squadron. It's, it's Rogue just Squadron. it's the it's the like fighter, the, the that World War Two fighter simulation. Yeah, like style. the more like arcadey one, not yeah, like yeah. the tie like X wing versus tie fighter no, from no, no, like no, back no. in the day. Like the arcadey Rogue Squadron series, whatever. Yeah. Ajunta Paul Ajunta is Paul? the first. Okay. Is the first Sith Lord. Thank you, Warren. Yeah. yeah, I don't know why I thought Pretty it was really I've, I've, I've I mean I haven't played I haven't played Kotor in. But in Kotor, you Right. Yeah. I mean, I literally yeah. played the game like, yeah, a long time ago <laughs> on the original Xbox. Oh, cool. See, yeah. this is why this there is a go. victory for John Favreau because, like, we're now we're hoping that yep. they do something like this. Like when you mentioned it in a movie, like part of my right eye started stop seeing <laughs> for a second because a blood vessel burst, and I thought about the movies I just watched. Right, but then the TV show. I'm like, okay, well, that would be if they can do if they can do that, or at least something like that. Then that would be fantastic, especially with Knights of the Old Republic. Because now I'm like, I want to see it, but then I now I'm I'm getting that guardedness up. Like, fuck, they're gonna ruin. It. So so let let me ask you this. So so you say that that the Mandalor like whatever the Mandalorian win for Favreau whatever franchise. Do you think that in the increasing amount of old canon that's coming to be real is do you think that's almost like a win for for lucas like almost like that's kind of like vindicating that's a great question yes i think it is mm. i think because he created this world or he either created this world or inspired this world mm-hmm. uh, of the extended universe um heir to the empire all this kind of you mm. know what i mean like all this kind of stuff and now it's good, and it's like, why would it's people are realizing, like, why would you not use that? Yeah, he's, he's the architect of the entire thing. Like, and and people always want to nitpick on Lucas for like specific movies that sucked or things that he didn't do very well or whatever. But you got to remember, all of this is still 
in that original oh, framework. Too. It's yeah, all his. Also, also like, it's kind of like when Disney bought it, they're like, no, nothing, like nothing is canon. Like only the movies, and they like threw everything out. And like they even were like, oh, we'll have George Lucas to you know come on and talk to us. And this, like, they didn't use any of his ideas. So it's almost like, yeah, it's almost like like his vindication now that they're like going back and actually like. Okay, yeah, we're we're taking this from like Old Republic. Okay, yeah, we're taking this from this show. Okay, yeah, we're taking this. It's from... a silly business model to not do that because yeah. it's yeah. like well, that's what you paid for. Yeah. So yep. I like why wouldn't it. you like why wouldn't you use this like rich stuff? And especially when you start getting into the books and like video games like Knights of the Old Republic. Like that stuff is so good. There is a there is a pop culture Attune, attunement to it uh, it's sorry i don't even know i think it made up a word uh, no attunement yeah okay yeah. there's like we're... you know like we we know it enough where it's it's the star wars ip and it's familiar but it's new enough where the story itself especially when you leave the skywalker mm-hmm. saga that it's new right and then we're going into and then it gets us into an old it gets us into an old time frame telling new stories and that kind of stuff and i think that to not do that is silly, especially when you have someone who is part of the Marvel world building as running it. Like, you can help, like, partly running it. Like, you can, there's, there's skies and limits on what you can do if you use the P word, which we discussed that they didn't use was planning oh, for planning. the movies. That's not planning. at all what they yeah. thought the P word was. <laughs> if you think, you know what I mean? That was well. Uh, I don't think you were here for that. I think I was pontificating when you were in the washroom. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I you know, and I, I think it's really I, I I'm excited for it. You know, I think it's it's great, and uh, I mean, we'll have to see what happens. You know, moving forward. Um, so thank you very much, guys. Uh, I enjoyed this conversation, and uh, apparently, season two of the Mandalorian is going to be coming out in the fall. Yeah, of 2020. Yeah, 2020. Yeah, I there was a tweet. They yeah, announced tweet, it. Uh, yeah. They announced it when it was over. That was a mind uh, refinery post, I believe, last weekend from Omar. Yes. Oh. Um, there is Vaini getting thrown into the getting <laughs> thrown into the bus. bus. I will. This, bu- uh, this bu- always on these repay podcasts, the favor. <laughs> on, these, on these podcasts, this bus gets its miles in. Listen, just being I, like I, I won't throw anybody under the bus other than this guy. That's, that's it. <laughs> All right, guys. Once um, again, thank you very much, and. Uh, We'll see you later. All right. Take care. Deuces. All right, guys. That's the podcast for this week. Thanks for listening in. If you have questions, comments, or just want to fact check, uh, reach out to us on social media. And if you like what you heard or just want to watch dope videos, go to our YouTube channel and ring that subscriber bell. See you soon.